Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello? A lot of feedback. All right, can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Are you getting any feedback? No. All right, perfect. That's a lot better than the last time you were on. Okay, so the criticism I got last time you were on the show is that we talked over each other a lot. We both have a lot to say. That's just the way we are. So we just have to try to work with each other. It's going to happen. We're going to talk over each other, but we'll just, we'll try not to. <laughs> yes, we will try. <laughs> That's all we can do. I'm coming in clear at all. You can hear me fine. Well, you were, and then when you said that, it's like you weren't. <laughs> How about now? Okay, keep talking. How about now? How about now? How about now? That sounds better. How about, yes? Are you, are you using... A headset or a desktop? No, it's a it's a laptop, but I have a mic. Oh, okay. Maybe that is that better. I moved the mic closer. Yeah, that seems a little better. Okay. And well, there we go. I can hear an echo of me. You can. Oh no. Wait a minute. How about now? Testing, testing. One, two, three. Okay, that's better. Right. Yay, we did it. Woohoo. Did you doubt it? Uh, ever so slightly. I have to doubt it because then then I get too comfortable. And then, you know, everything goes wrong and I'm not prepared. <laughs> okay. We start in a couple of minutes, guys. Okay. I'm going to write your message down.
<laughs> yeah, it's cool. All right. <clears throat> my my chair is super super stupidly squeaky. That's all right. It adds to the ambiance. <laughs> Oh, no. See, this is what I didn't miss about talk show is that people get booted out of here. Oh. Oh, wait. I don't have my pop filter on. Hang on. No, I don't know why I did my pop filter. Well, hopefully it doesn't sound funky. Does it sound like there's a lot of noise going on? <laughs> I don't know why I did it. Who's that? What? Me too. I, do I hear two voices? Yeah. Oh. Oh, found it. Is the other one the voice in your head? <laughs> no, I'm lagging, I think. Do you have your sound turned down on, on the player on your end? Oh, wait a minute. That's what it is. Maybe it... Is it the episode thing, like the, the chat room thing? The chat room, no. Just the page itself on your end probably will. I don't know if I'm hearing through you or through another page. Maybe close out all the windows that you're trapped. All right. Let's see. Well, you just echoed again. I'm not hearing your echo. Yeah, it's like delayed. I hear myself again. Let me see something. Let me. Oh, I see what it is. Okay, let me see. Fucking up, guys. We're making sure our sound is good. Wait a minute. No, I think that's what it was. I think it was... I think it was the audio in the actual room. That'll do it. How's it doing now? Wait a minute. I just... I'm hitting the pause button over here. All right, let me see. Can I hear myself now? I think that's it. Yeah, I think it was that. I had to stop the playing that's actually in the chat room. There we go. See, when you're not used to doing this stuff after so long. Yeah, it's been a while. Forget about this. Okay, we're going to get started. Welcome to the Kalicious Show. We are doing the social experiment today. This is going to be very interesting. We are doing this from the top of our heads. The reason we came up with this idea is because there's been a lot of stuff going on social media, and, and we know we're not the only ones experiencing these kinds of things between politics, your opinions. It doesn't even have to be anything in particular, but people are just becoming more opinionated and taking things way too out of control, way out of context, and way too seriously. So we're here 
Kalicious and Mikey D. Say hello, Mikey D. Hello, Mikey D. No, not to yourself. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. It's okay. Welcome, everyone, to the Kalicious Show. We have guest five, guest six, Susie. We have Susie Q's numbers and fun to be with. Welcome, everyone. So the deal is, I'm going to start with a little bit of my rant. Um, I experienced a very out-of-control girl who terrorized me over my own opinion on my own Facebook. You know, you can see, I always see things on Facebook. I don't care if you have a different opinion. I know, I know that's hard to believe that there are some of us still out there like that because I see so many people that I'm like, oh, no, snap, that's too much, you know, but I don't care what other people think and I don't care what other people feel. If it's not affecting me or my children, feel and do as you wish. Now, with that said, I don't always get that same courtesy. Um, this girl I've known for a very long time. She's actually um, became friends to a really good friend of mine, and she flipped. Uh, this is like a totally different person. Um, I was talking about the transgender bathrooms. Now, I'm going to tell all of you listening that I do not have a problem with gays. I do not have a problem with transgenders and I do not have a problem with transgenders using any bathroom they feel like they need to use now with that said the only thing that I'm concerned about is that this country now has come to this you give someone a little bit everybody else thinks they have to have it all you know it's not the transgenders I'm worried about and I said that a million times on my Facebook she took it out of context some other people delete me I don't care because if you don't know me, you're going to delete me. If you're going to make assumptions of your own, you're going to delete me. Because I seriously love everybody. What I don't love is perverts, the sickos. Do I say that, does that mean I say and saying transgenders are perverts? No, absolutely not. No. But that, that, <laughs> that was what she assumed that I said, even after I explained to her from point A to point B what I was talking about. This country has come down to this. You see someone, like I've seen this lady go into a family bathroom at a Walmart in Omaha, and she went in there, and a worker confronted her because she didn't have children. It clearly says family bathroom. Well, this country is, if you give someone a privilege, I should have that privilege too, even though it doesn't pertain to that person. That's what this country does. And they sue, they sue, they sue. So this person confronts this customer who uses the bathroom that doesn't have a family, obviously. And that person says, well, if you let a family use the bathroom, I should be able to use the bathroom as well. That is what I'm talking about. You know, there's going to be guys who want to use the woman's bathroom because they feel that they're privileged. They feel like that's an open door for them to get in that bathroom. Does that make me a bad person? Hell no. Does that make that girl crazy? Hell yes. Because I have four girls. And I actually have an 11-year-old daughter who seems to attract 16-year-old boys. So Mm. my concern, because she looks older and she's very pretty. So my concern is what what kids, especially at school, especially young kids, I'm not even worried about adults as much using that. Why do they have to make that an issue at school? And why is Obama taking funds away from from schools that don't um, go along with this bill? That is my issue. And if you guys think I'm an asshole, it's okay. But that is what my concern is, honestly. It has nothing to do with transgenders. Go ahead, Mikey D. What's your take? On, on the whole transgender bathroom thing? Yeah, all of it. 
Well, I mean, you know, I think people. Um, well, I'm I'm no stranger to uh, being deleted myself for my views. You you are aware of this. Oh yeah. Um, you know, when you speak your mind, that's the sort of thing that uh, happens because um, basically, what's going on in this country is there's an actual protest on the freedom of speech, which people don't realize that's what they're actually protesting. Um, when people go to Donald Trump rallies or other rallies of that nature and they try to shut down a rally, in essence, they're shutting down freedom of speech. And then that branches off into all of these different topics. Now, the transgender thing, though it may be very confusing to some people, um, I mean, I understand it, but am I completely uh, like on point with the whole concept of the idea of it? I, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm a know-all on it, but I understand a concern that any Tom, Dick, or Harry, pardon the pun, um, can just decide that they're a woman today and walk into a woman's bathroom. I, I don't like that idea. So everyone says that this isn't something that's going to happen, but we know because of pedophiles in our news every day and um, rapists. And when that stuff floods the, the, the media, obviously there's going to be a sicko or two out there that decides to try to experiment with this. And it, I mean, it could be even a woman going into a boy's bathroom. We've heard plenty of times about uh, female teachers uh, getting with uh, younger students or whatever the case may be. There's no dis um, discrimination here. Uh, when you're a pervert and you, you have that kind of uh, bug in you, I'll call it a bug, that that's something that you, you look for, it's bound to fail. It, there's always going to be that exception to the rule. Yes, somebody is going to end up getting hurt because of this. I wish it wouldn't. I pray it wouldn't. But we know how humanity works, and somebody is going to get hurt. Uh, someone's going to get raped or molested or maybe even killed because it's that simple. They can just say they're a female in a male's body or vice versa, and they could take advantage of this. And I feel Obama is being really, really uh, careless by by just trying to threaten people, by taking away funds that are needed um, in other states because they're not going to push this issue to a point where all can go anywhere. I think it should be based on the establishment, if they choose to have a, a, a unisex bathroom, a family bathroom, that's up to the establishment that it is. You can't tell a school, especially a school, because we know all kids, especially in high school, we're all horny, okay? If you think nobody is going to go into a bathroom in high school and screw their girlfriend or boyfriend on high during school, you're crazy, because I know students who have done that anyway. So that's my take. But, you know, that's, that's what I have to say about that, Kylie. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, totally agree with you on that. It's I mean, a scary world we live in. Yeah, exactly. Things have evolved so differently from when we were younger. Now, you know, everything is all about sex, and I'm really sick and tired of it. You know, I've been trying to keep my kids innocent, and that's blown out the water. My youngest is seven years old, knows everything about everything. That's the last right. thing I wanted, let alone have a bathroom for everyone to use. 
it just freaks me out. I'm just trying to keep my kids innocent. That has nothing to do with anything else. I, I totally agree with you. You know, I, I think me and you are on the same page with this. We tend to think about the same about a lot of things, and that's why I, I, I really I like working with you and agreeing to do these shows because I like your outlook and I, I agree with a lot of the things you said. And in fact, for the people listening, um, the way this show was born was because she was feeling down and out and she was upset and all this, and we had to talk. And I said, we should address this on the show. I mean, she was getting to a point where debating on deleting your account. And I mean, I've done it. I've gone through that. And I'm sure many of you have, have uh, thought about, you know, screw this. I'm just going to delete my account. I told you, you can't let people win. We need you to stay strong and be a, vo- a voice amongst the lambs and the sheep out there. And gladly, very, uh, I appreciate the fact that she decided to stick around. Um, I don't know what I had to do with that if at all, and I really don't. I'm not looking for credit. I don't care. I'm just glad you're staying, Kylie, because we need people like you in the world that, that do voice the opinions that contradict popular outcries. Thank you. And, and vice versa. It's nice to have people to connect with that know that you're not meaning it to be hateful because that's what bothers me most is that, you know, the Kalicious show was born to bring people together so we could have a good time. And I've never once on my show allowed anyone to be hateful, but I've always welcomed different opinions. I'm cool with different opinions, even if I don't agree with it. I mean, you can argue with me and, and we can shake hands. But for someone to be hateful is what, I mean, there's so much hate in the world. And I'm always teaching my kids, no more hateful, you just bring love, we need more love. And that's what I want to do with the show. So when someone jeopardizes that integrity for the show, I, it just really bothers me because you see, that's what I was getting at with the whole, everybody is protesting, but what they realize, what they don't realize they're actually protesting is the freedom of speech and taking away things that are just rights. I mean, it's not a matter of someone saying their rights. It's a God given right. If you believe in God or it's a right by birth, we have the freedom of speech, the freedom of expression. And when people hate you and delete you and whatever they want to do, I mean, Hey, I don't care. Like you said, I don't care if they delete me. But by doing that, basically you're saying you don't care if you lose the freedom of, of speech. Man, I don't want that. We, we all have our rights, to, and we're entitled to feel the way we want to feel. And if someone wants to be against something or someone, that's their prerogative. I mean, I just you can only, I can only associate with someone that's hateful for so long. And this girl just ranted. She was posting stuff that was pretty hateful about me on her status. Don't care. But um, it's, I don't understand. I guess we all have our own ways of thinking, but I don't understand why people get stuck in such a way that they can't see your point of view, and it's totally different than what they're thinking. What, what causes people to be stuck that in that mindset? I think a lot of it's laziness. I think a lot of people just don't want to change. You know, they want, everyone wants to be right. I mean, we all do. I want to be right. Of course I want to be right. But I also know that I'm not always going to be right. Other people, they don't want to accept that they're not always going to be right. They're not always going to be on the right side of history, as a lot of people are saying these days. I've been hearing that expression out on all the news channels, especially with the presidential debate and all that's going on. You've got to be on the right side of history. Uh, 
who's to say what's the right side of history? I mean, were the Indians, the Native Americans here in this country on the right side of history, or were they on the wrong side of history? It depends on the side of the coin you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just, I just, I always talk to people about that, especially my mom. She's out there. Uh, Susie's out there. She, um, I'm always asking her why people don't have to agree with me. I'm not asking for that. But why do people just see what they want and the things that I put on Facebook? And they're not, no matter how many times I say something, it doesn't seem to, it's like they have like this blockage in their mind where they can't see past what's there. I mean, not even from a different perspective. It just sees their own. And I just, me, my mom always taught me, you, you look, put yourself in somebody else's shoes, even if it's not something you like or agree with or want to see, put yourself in their shoes and see stuff from their perspective. So I can do that. I can do that. Absolutely. Honestly, I can do that. That's that's a good good lesson, you know. And uh, I'd like to say hello to Susie, by the way. Hello, Mrs. Uh, <laughs> K. Bushes. But um, but yeah, you know, uh, it's sad. It, it, it's really sad. And each generation, I mean, you know, I never thought I would see the day when I would understand my parents. Like as kids, we hear our our parents say. You know, when I was your age, things were so different. Now, here I am, and I'm looking at things, and I'm seeing kids and seeing how the world has changed, and I, I really can't believe. I, I feel like I'm so young in a sense where I don't feel I should see as many changes as I'm seeing. But And it's all almost sort of negative. I mean, we've come a long way in a lot of positive ways, and that's what I choose to usually focus on. Because yeah. if you focus on the negative, Forget it. You, you know, you don't stand a chance. You'll never smile again. There's, there's just far too many people out there who will uh, rain on your parade, as they say. Yeah, and I agree with that. Because, you know, sometimes it gets to me, like it did the other day, but usually it's much worse, where I'm like, oh, my gosh, the world, it's this, it's this, I see this, I see that, and I'm so tired of this, I'm tired of it. You know, what gets to me the most is that these kids nowadays that, that are around my kids, um, constantly cuss. I mean, cu- getting expelled at, at, in third, fourth grade for cussing, for saying sexual things. Um, my daughter was sexually harassed actually two weeks ago, and the kid, and she's in sixth grade, he was expelled for talking about her boobs. And wow. I'm just like, where is childhood? These kids don't no have one plays anymore. They don't yeah, play no anymore. one wants to play. I make my kids use their imagination. I'm not giving them a choice. Um, Amen. It's like it, it, no one can think for themselves. There's no respect. We were taught when we were younger to respect adults. There's nothing like that going on, nothing. No one, and no one's scared of you. <laughs> it's just no one respects authority at all, whether it's in schools or it's the police. I mean, I'm not like a Bible something, no, an excuse that pun. I'm just I'm not a goody-goody girl, and I'm not a horrible person either. I have morals are right where they're supposed to be, but I, I'm a wild child. But I still respect people. And I respect other people's children, and I respect, you know, just people, life, <laughs> things in life. And I'm not going to tear someone down. That doesn't make me feel good about me. But that's all that seems to be happening. And so it gets to me, and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> you know, you just get so clouded. And then I'm like, okay, no, I need to calm down. I need to get away from social media. Because we didn't have it as kids. We went out to play. We went to knock at their doors. We went to call them. Hey, can so-and-so play? It was usually, you know, knock at the door. 
and you played at other people's houses. You were home when you were told to be home. You didn't overstay your welcome. You didn't trash their house. You didn't run through their house and eat all their food. That's what kids do to me because I live right by a park and kids come here and they want to eat everything and terrorize the whole house and leave me with that. I'm like, no, go outside. I can't deal with this. That's not how it was when I was younger. So everything is completely different and I don't know what happened. Well, you know, uh, fun to be with just made a comment. Parents have stopped parenting. And while I, while I do agree with that, um, I also have to say in parents defense that, the difference between our generation and the new generation is uh, when we were home, we were home, and that was it. Now, with, with the way things are, you can ground your children if you choose to, um, although it seems the, the society is telling you you're not allowed to discipline children anymore, which is sad, but... Um, what, what it really comes down to is what this show is about, social media. And even though they're home and in their room, they can access the Internet in so many ways now, through their phone, through their video game system, through the computer, you name it. And it's like, you know, back then we didn't have that. When we were home, we played with our toys when we were a certain age or we studied or read or drew, whatever it was, coloring books, you name it. Now it's like, you know, these kids – have access to the free world, like literally the whole world, and it's really, really sad. Well, you see, now you said change the Wi-Fi password numbers. The problem with that is they'll figure out a way to get into it. They'll figure out a way. One of their neighbors' uh, unprotected Wi-Fi or uh, the library. Hell, these kids, these kids freaking hack now. You know what I mean? I mean, kids they pick up that stuff so fast. You know, it's like. I remember when I was a video game like Wiz, but now it's like, you know, with the complexities of the controllers, you give a five-year-old a game controller, and they got that thing figured out in like five minutes. You give them a cell phone, they got that thing. They'll find things on your phone you have no idea are there. These kids are so advanced, and it's a shame because it's not being used properly. And and I, I honestly, I, I blame a lot of it on things like Facebook, MySpace, all these social things because – it's actually ruining a lot of the, the growing up process because kids don't go to their friend's house no more. They don't go riding bikes no more because they could sit in the comfort of their, their home, and that also leads to the obesity issue because they could sit at home, eat junk food, watch whatever they want to watch, and, and still be on, on, the, on the computer socializing with everybody. That, you know, I think that's a huge, huge detriment to our society. Yeah, and I agree with you. And to add something to that, actually, Mikey, because that's perfect. Um, I know a lot of parents that do. They buy their kids iPads and all this other stuff. My oldest daughter just bought. She just graduated high school. Congratulations to her. And (laughs) she's in the next room. But, um, you know, she bought her own iPad. I didn't buy her that. She's had a phone for a reason. There was safety reasons, and it's a story I can't get into right now. But she, she bought her stuff. She got a graduation gift. She got a secondhand laptop. And she, but she bought her own iPad. She saved her own money and worked hard for that. I don't just give to my kids. MP3 players is what I like to buy the girls and little handheld DSs. It's something to do on when it's cold or it's rainy. And, right. and otherwise, you know, my kids have to earn computer time. They earn it with good grades. They bring me home 100s 
they get to earn computer time. I monitor their computer time, and they go through a, a safe web browser. You know, if they want to watch something on YouTube, they have to ask me first. Everything I do with them is monitored. And it's really hard to do on the Internet because it's like an open portal for everything. They can yeah. learn everything you don't want them to learn. And I don't let my kids eat junk food. That was another thing I was going to tell you. We instill health. I have like a – I'm on a diet myself, but I give them like certain things. They get desserts once in a while after dinner. It's like a treat. And that's how it was when I was little, and maybe that's why I'm that way. But So thank you, Mom. But it's it's very important – for the parents to be a parent and to teach their kids to eat healthy, to, you know, not take advantage and just get a privilege. A privilege is a privilege because it's a privilege. It's yeah. also important to get that belt out of your pants and whack your kid in the ass sometimes too. Don't That's what them, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I hate this, that this society has gotten to a point where schools and such schools now, that's a whole other topic. If you want to do an episode about school. I'm down with that. Though. I have a lot to say about school schools are teaching these kids all the way up through college how to think, not what, not ideas, but how to think. They're, they're the ones being told in college to go out and protest, go out to do this, go out to do that. They're frowning upon one thing and encouraging another behavior. And in schools, you know, they're being taught all the wrong things. And the, the, the teachers are learning to teach the kids, like they're being the parent, and they're telling these kids, well, if your mom or dad threaten to hit you or they whatever, they don't define the difference between discipline and abuse. And they're telling these kids, call the police if your parent hits you. Call the yeah. police if the parents do this or say that or whatever. And it's wrong. Yes. And I agree with that. I always tell my kids one time, as my oldest ever said, I'm going to call the cops on you. And I said, go ahead here. I have, I have it right here. And I called myself. And, I, and I, I've talked to two of the cops, and I said, if you want to arrest me for being abusive, fine. But I'm ne- I would rather go down that way than have my children grow up and be horrible. She knows that now. Now she's a little bit older, so she's like, Mom, you did good. You, you know, you disciplined me. And she back sees the was, kids that acted like that, and she's like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? <laughs> back when I was a kid, if I had told my parents I'd call, I was going to call the cops, they'd say, well, go ahead, and I will make sure I do enough to you that there's a reason. Right. And, and, that's how and guess what? I would hightail it out and lock my door and be hiding <laughs> under my bed. Yeah, exactly. But we feared our parents. Most kids don't do that because parents aren't doing enough. And it's important. We, 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 we see it as fear as kids, but it's actually the roots of respect, yeah. you know? Yes, and that's true. And and I, I guess that wasn't worded the best, but that's, I mean, you feel scared. No, no, I got what you said. No, <laughs> you feel scared at that moment, and then you realize that's respect. So exactly right. Yeah, if I said I was home, my parents would pack my bag for me. Yep, One time, yep. that reminds me, son, I actually ran away, quote, unquote. I told my mom I was leaving. I was seven years old. And my mom said, go pack your stuff. Where are you going to go? You don't have a place to go. Go pack your stuff. My mom never gave in to my guilt. Same thing to me. Same thing I to fit. me. So I packed my bag, literally packed my backpack, and I left. And I was more sad that she didn't try and stop me <laughs> than I was about me going nowhere. So I was gone for about two hours, and I walk in the door, and my mom's like, I need to be back. <laughs> and she, she had no expression of mad or sad or nothing. And I, so I never tried that again. I was like, well, that isn't going to work. It's manipulation. Kids are very good at that, and that doesn't work on me either. So I make sure I let my kids know, are you done manipulating trying to manipulate me because it's not working? 
Absolutely. It's weird how everything has tried to be, like, spun, you know? It was like, you know, at one time, parents held the power of manipulation by saying, you know, you do this and you won't have your uh, Atari, you know, dating myself. But, um, you know, you won't have your Atari, you won't have your General Lee car, which was something I, I thought was precious to me. I had a nice-sized, big, die-cast metal General Lee, and a friend stole it, that that bastard. But, uh, yeah, supposed friend. I found it in his garage, and he thought, then, well, trust me, kids handle things a little different. So, yeah, he got what was coming to him. But, uh, you know, now it's like kids somehow spin that power around and say, well, if you do this, I'm going to do that. Or, um, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me who to hang out with. And the rebellion we all have in us, but they just seem to be a little more extreme now. And they don't mind hurting themselves to prove a point to you or try to prove a point to you, I should say. Yep. Parents just need to get all on their children. And my kids will tell you they're, they're all scared to tell me certain things. I mean, we can sit down and talk. And, but I balance. Like earlier, Fun said, everybody's too busy paying attention, parents mostly. I can't speak for everyone. There are good parents out there, and I'm not talking about that. But the parents that it's called lazy parenting, and to me, that's a form of abuse. Because mentally, that's going to change their entire world. They get out in the real world, they don't know what's go- they don't know what's real and what's not, so they think they can break every rule that, that's out there. That's not, that's not reality. The reality well, it is, is abuse because it's negligence. That's exactly. Negligence. You know, people pay attention to, oh, hi, Mac Daddy, welcome to the show. Parents are paying attention to the negative behavior and not lifting their kids up on another level. You have to balance the love and you have to balance discipline and that's that's what I do I'm not saying I'm a perfect mom by any means I am so unperfect I actually never wanted kids they're my everything and the reason why I wake up in the morning but it's it's really hard parent being a good parent I don't feel like I'm the best parent but I know that I'm a good parent I'm there for them and I discipline them and I try to balance everything and and that's what we need social media is so crazy because you can write so much stuff and you're like oh my parents can't see that Yes. Yeah, and they don't, and and people don't care what they say. I mean, I see some really straight up like people asking for heroin, like right on the freaking website. Like, really? <laughs> That's not obvious. Hello. You know, like posting, "Who wants to get me high?" Like, you don't think that's ever going to get back to anyone that you care about? Right. Like that, you don't think because oh, well, mom and dad aren't on my Facebook, so they're never going to find out. Come on, come on. If you're going to let your kids be online, you need to be a, 10 steps ahead of them. You need to know uh, everything there is that you can about technology, about these websites, and what's, what the trends are, so you can stay ahead of it. Even if you're not on there, you can, you can watch. And I do. I watch my oldest daughter. So I still watch her. She knows that. But she knows that I trust her. So, you know, I give her leniency, but I'm still going to be watching. <laughs> you're a lifetime mommy, I can tell. You're going to be mommy up until they're... Oh, yeah. Until you're, they, until you're long gone or whatever. You, you're going to be a mommy for life. Yeah, I mean... That's I, a good thing, though, because you know what? My mom is still my mom. We've evolved into, like, a best friendship, and I'm proud of that. But when it comes down to it, she's still my mother. I still respect her. You know, I, I don't really talk back to her. You know, I, I, I know better than to do that. And you know what? I wouldn't put it past her to slap me still. It, I, I really wouldn't, because if I say something that's that wrong, 
I know that it's going to come from me because that's the way, that's what they've instilled in me, her and my father. My father's no longer here, but my father was the same way, you know, and, and I'm, I call myself a proud mama's boy because I was raised to watch over my mother as her son. And that's what I'm doing, you know, and if I don't respect her, how can I expect anyone else to respect her? Oh, that's awesome. You're, you're a good guy and there's not that many good guys like that out there. I thank you. Dear. You did a good job. Mama did a very good job. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, you know, there's, there's this girl. Okay. My daughter, uh, she's 11. I have four girls, but my 11 year old, I let her have a Facebook and I know you guys are out there going, Oh, this is defying everything you just said. But the deal <laughs> is, is that I watch everything she does. And, uh, there was something that slipped her friend, her parents, do not watch anything she does online. She, they just let her get on. She's on all the time. She adds older boy strangers and somehow convinced my daughter to do the same. So she got her Facebook deleted. And, and I realized even with me watching, it's just not time. It's just not her time to have a Facebook. The only, see, I monitored all of her friends. And I just let her get on there for the games, the games and to talk with her family. And she was doing really good for a while, but it's just one of those things that slipped through. And I said, okay, that can't happen. Well, once they hit boy crazy years, that's bad news. It's tough, right? It's really tough. And my oldest was never boy crazy. She was pretty down to earth and just kind of a loner. And she just wanted to be home in her room and chill. And she was easy for the most part, just really sassy, really sassy. But other than that, she was really good. So I think that spoiled me and I think I need to up my game, but <laughs> we're, we're learning, right? Each... You're, you're entitled. Yeah, you're <laughs> entitled to goof up once in a while. So, you know, I think the very first social media site I ever joined was MySpace. What about you, Mikey D? Um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Friendster or something. Oh, yes. Friendster. That was the precursor to MySpace. And what's the other one? Yearbook? Yeah, I never got into that because that thing had nothing but ads. Like it crazy. did. It was a mess, wasn't it? And it was like loaded with spam and pop-ups and all this other crap. Yeah, I mean, there, there's other like no frills. like. Oh, no, Flickster. Flickster was the first one because I went on there to rate movies. And my friend oh, I Dan... That. I remember that. that, yeah. Did you have one? I, I think I did, actually. I think I rated, like, some 300 movies. Oh, I wonder I, if that, that We should check that out. Someone let me know. Blister. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have no idea what my in. name was. I have no idea what my name was on there. But you could and write on each other's walls, you know, like you had this, you could just talk to each other on the, on publicly on your page. And yeah, you were supposed and, to be able to discuss movies and such. Yeah. You could do that, too, and, and like, um, recommend a movie to your friend. There was a site that did that also with music, and I don't remember the name of it, but there was one that, you know, you you clicked on, like, the uh, album covers. Like, you can go through, like, bands' complete catalogs and review them. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was a time consumer, but, I mean, you know, especially if you're a music lover. I know I am. So oh, I'm the biggest. I, I think I'm the biggest music lover ever. And I'm glad you like that music that I, I posted for you. Yeah, I, I'm always looking for new music. And They're a bit obscure. It's like I was a part of Artist Direct, and then it's like changed. Everything seems to change because they're trying to keep the funds coming in and keep their sites alive. they got to change it up. They think – I don't think they need to do that. I think having it the same and then having extra options as an option is good. 
but not to make everything change because that just kind of shies people away, you know. So another ugly thing about social media, another thing, and and I hope you don't mind me going there. No, go there. Is, um, well, you see, Miss K. Lucis here had an issue the other day. Uh, three people that became supposedly famous, who I never heard of, mm-hmm. uh, got too big for their britches and, and severed ties with our great friend, K. Lucis here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked her the names and... <laughs> I never heard of any of them. I looked them up, Googled them. I was like, yeah, I've never heard of anyone. I, I slightly kind of think I may, may know one of them, the little guy. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but I didn't hear of them. But you see this happen with a lot of people, even like your uh, uh, like Instagram celebrities, these people that have like all these followers on like Instagram, yeah. and they think they're celebrities because basically they're just showing their breasts and such on there and uh all these people follow them and then they start putting makeup uh pictures up or whatever Ads. and they, they they think they're celebrities you know and they end up becoming too big for you and god forbid you give them a critique you will be deleted because i have a thousand followers i don't need you yeah and that's a big trend is about getting all the followers for and does they, they have no integrity they're like i don't care you know, who is following me. I just want those followers. And if they say something, I can just delete them. I have people, I have an app, okay? I'm going to let you in on a secret. I have an app. It makes me crazy that I'm crazy, but I have an app for Twitter and I have an app for Instagram. I can see who blocks me. I can see who unfollows me and I can see everything in between. And you're going to have to link that to me. Okay, I will. So the reason why I do that is because I will follow people and then all of a sudden, you know, all these people follow me, I'll follow them back and then I'm losing and I can't figure out who it is. And I don't think that's really fair. It takes me forever to go through. So this app just makes it easier for me to see. And people are blocking me that I have no idea who they are. What's the point of blocking me? I'm not harassing anyone. I don't, I don't say anything inappropriate to people I don't know. I'll say things inappropriate to people I'm comfortable with on a level of sarcasm. So that just means I really like you and we're good and we're comfortable. But there's this, I'm like, why are you blocking me? I don't understand what the point of that is. You know, it's funny you bring that up and and I'm going to kind of embarrass myself here. I was on a a dating site at one point, uh, believe it or not, me on a dating site. No. Um, But yeah, and and I I came across a couple of chicks on there that I actually um, tried to message and it said, you've been blocked by this user. And I was like, they don't even know who I am. <laughs> right? I mean, did they just like click on all the people they thought were ugly or whatever their criteria was and just block people at random? Like, I didn't understand it at all. I'm like, how can I be blocked? I've never even seen this person in my life or, or came across this page ever before. But, you know, it's like you've been blocked by this person. So I, I don't understand. People love, I got to be honest, I, I enjoy the block feature. I, I think it's a good feature. Yeah, but I usually block people for justifiable reasons. Yeah. I guess we will all say that it's justifiable. <laughs> Even the asshole who blocks you for not knowing you, but they block you. They'll say it's justified. But um, I don't know. People are so snooty and so picky that it's almost impossible to really make a true friend. I know, and that's what Especially I like. Through Facebook, I you know, like, and I like to network, but I don't. Right. And, I, and if someone needs help with something, I'm going to help them. But 
everybody that I swear everyone on my friends list is like really like about themselves and I will get like the minimum likes on stuff. I'm like, I'm not asking to be clean cut, but I'm always liking your things. At least you could do is like one of mine. <laughs> I mean, it's just, is that really stupid? Am I on a different level? Is that childish of me to think that way? I guess I just um, feel like everybody's out for themselves. And well, you know what? I, I really don't care about the likes. I don't really care if somebody likes my thing. Like, it's nice to see people like it, but I also know that there's people who like things just to like them. Like, as soon as I post something, within, like, a, a second, there's no way they could have... I, I posted even videos so that it takes a little time to watch, and, like, within an instant of it being posted, I have a like on it. And now that's somebody who's, like, a serial liker, I call them. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it pops up fresh on their screen, like, they like it. And there's this one girl in particular likes every little thing I post. I could probably call her a name, and she'd probably like it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really take too much uh, with the likes. I mean, I like it when I post something that, that's either, like, uh, very dear to my heart or a positive message or a video I, that I made. I like those likes. But anything else, like my basic status, I really, you know, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I, I don't, don't just really... like the fact that I'm eating eggs right now. You know what I mean? No, that's not. Even the likes itself, the number is not what I mean. Um, when I say that, it's it's more of a, like a person just has you there just because they know you're going to give, 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 and they don't really no. say anything to you. That's, I guess I just appreciate some sort of interaction of some sort. Oh, yeah, yeah. That the I person that you're, you're giving so much support to, I guess that that's I my agree. issue. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. You know, that's the whole uh, the road goes both ways type of thing or whatever. Um yeah, I, I, I've commented on people's things, and they never, ever, like, mention anything on mine. Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, but that, I have, that perspective, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I have this one guy, and and I don't want to call him out to be hateful. His name, I'll just give you his first name, Chicago. He's an Italian guy, and he lives in Italy, and, I, and I'm, I'm Italian. I'm 50% Italian, but I look 100%, so I'm, I'm like, if I have to carry this nose, I'm claiming the entire thing. And they actually have more Italian personality and more Italian attitude than I do anything else. So I'm claiming the whole thing. But with that said, my dream is, my, on my bucket list is to go to Italy. So anything from Italy is very intriguing to me. I love the scenery. I love, I'm, I'm trying to learn their language. I'm trying to learn about their customs and, you know, just stuff, their laws. And, you know, I, it's intriguing. And I love it. So I followed him on Instagram quite a few months back, he had followed me, liked a bunch of my stuff and followed me. I was like, well, his stuff, he has a lot of um, tasteful erotic stuff, not nothing trashy, just tasteful and very, and I'm kind of that way as a person. So I'm, I, I like a lot of his stuff. Anyways, he, he deleted me my app, my awesome app that I have said that he, I don't know if he blocked me and then unblocked me so I wouldn't follow him. But I left him a message because we've been back and forth for months. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, if you don't want to be my friend, that's okay, but I really like your stuff. And I thought we were doing good as Instagram friends. And he's like, no, you just haven't liked anything of mine in a while. I just thought maybe I'd upset you. Don't assume that's the worst thing you can do on the Internet, texting. You know I like my pictures. I know I like you. (laughs) That's how I felt. I I was upset. I'm like, no, I really like your stuff, and I look forward to his stuff. 
and he's from Italy, so I get those raw pictures from Italy, and, and it, so it was kind of hard for me to accept that, and we went back and forth, and he, I said, listen, my daughter just graduated from high school, and it's been a big thing, and I've been really busy. <laughs> I don't sit on my phone all day either, so, you know, I get a lot of that too. That's another thing. It's not just social media, but it's also these damn phones. Sometimes I want to put my phone down. I'll turn on some music and I'll do something, whether it's workout, whether so when I work out, it's like I swear they can smell it because and not me because I don't sweat and I don't smell bad. But <laughs> sorry, Griffin. But um, it's like my phone goes off and people are like, "You're pissing me off right now." What? I'll get done working out and people are mad at me. Why are you mad at me? Well, I've only texted you like eight times. Well, excuse me, I've been working out for the last hour. I'm not going to sit on my phone while I'm working out. <laughs> hey, you know a caller me. I know a caller you, okay? Oh, no. We should make some shirts, right? Right. Okay. You should. So, <laughs> it's, do you ever, you guys ever encounter anything like that from people getting upset because you don't text them right away? Oh, yes. Oh, drives me crazy. I'm the, I'm, I get that. I've gotten that by so many people. Oh, you don't like to text, do you? Oh, you don't like to talk on the Facebook, do you? Oh, you don't answer when I call. You know why? Because I swear to you, Kylie, every time I have a, I have a thing to do, that's when they call. I, can I know. I'm on my phone saying. like a dummy, staring at my phone all day. <laughs> I know, right? I, can, I get up to do anything, and it's usually I'm peeing, honestly. <laughs> my phone will ring, and I'll miss the call, and they'll be like, oh, you never answer when I call. And I'm oh, like, I get that. for some reason, you have a low jack on my pee-pee, and when <laughs> I'm using it, you like to call. Like, I don't understand it. I'll put my phone in my room to charge it because it's going dead because I've had it on me all day. I walk into the other room. I hear my phone ring every time. Never fails. I'm serious. That stuff happens to me. And when I clean, I like to blast my music on my computer. I have a subwoofer on my computer because I like loud music. And I like, when I'm cleaning, I want to want to hear it in all the rooms. I'm not, I'm not rich enough to put a speaker in every room. So I crank that sucker, and I'm usually jamming to Hearts Graves hits, or it just depends on my mood, really. Or, like, I have this huge 80s collection, and I want to hear it in every room, damn it. And that's usually when my phone is going off, and I'm not paying attention. But, oh, as soon as I look at my phone, oh, all hell's broke loose. I'm like, guys. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a magic man, by the way. Oh, I see what's happening. I see what you did there. <laughs> you see what I did there? I did. I see what you did there. <laughs> so, there's, you know, and, and I'm kind of spoiled, I have to admit, with my phone because I'm a protective mama. So if my kids are at school and they have some kind of issue, they'll call, and it's usually when I'm busy. But I try to keep my phone close in case the school calls. <laughs> and, you know, so for that is my, my issue. I guess you could say, is that I depend on my phone for emergencies. That's, and we never used to have that. We just, if, if you got the message, you got the message, right? But, yes, Perry's voice needs to carry. Thank you, Steve Perry. He's the, he's, he's the god of all voices. And his voice does things to me that should probably be illegal in every single country possible. And that's how it is also with, with Ann Wilson's voice for me. So those two uh, are a must yes. in my playlist. <laughs> I do like Steve Perry, but I would, I, I definitely, um, Ann Wilson is, uh, <clears throat> even still, she still has such an amazing voice. 
her cover of Stairway to Heaven when she oh. made her plant tear up. Hell, wow. oh, right? Wow. And I've always had a crush on Nancy, so. Everybody's know. had a crush on Nancy. Why I'm crushing on Andrew. No, I mean, no, you know what? <laughs> there, no, there was a phase that I went through. I went, I went a little Ann Wilson crazy. And honestly, like, she's, she's gotten a little heavier, but I think she looks better than Nancy now. Like, yeah, I think Nancy's a little amazing. She ama- got heavier. She had some kind of thyroid issue, and she got that fixed. So, and that's why she couldn't sing, too, because your thyroid's right there, you know? So that affects your vocal cords. But, so you know, honestly, there was, there was a phase of Roseanne Barr that I thought she was pretty, too. Well, and she, she, she is pretty. There's a picture of her I've seen just today, actually, that I thought she well, she's pretty good looking there. Really, Roseanne, huh? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I was looking up this chick because I'm watching, me and my mom are watching um, Gracie uh, or Grace and Frankie. almost said it backwards. And so I looked up this girl that plays the daughter of Jane Fonda's um, character is Grace. And, and I thought it was Becky, from, the second Becky from Roseanne. And then I saw that picture of Roseanne. What's that? Sarah Chalk. Yeah, I thought it was her. But yeah, she was on, yeah. Uh, what's that other show, Scrubs, too. Yeah, yeah but I'll, I'll post it, and I actually put the two girls together, and it's like, whoa, you could swear those two were sisters. The only thing that's completely obvious that they're not the same person is the shape of the outside of their eyes. Um, but I was like, what? I swore that was her, and I'm on the second. I just finished the second season. Bonda looks fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Guess how old she is, Mom. You oh, I know. Because I looked it up today, and I swear to God, I thought she was like 20 years younger than she actually is. I know. I'd have to put her in her 70s, or close to 70s. Don't tell. Don't tell. I'm, I'm guessing. Oh, you're I'm guessing, guessing she's close to 70? Yeah, in the 70 ballpark, give or take. I'll go two years up and two years down of 70. Okay. So, you guys tell me how old you Don't Google it. Please don't Google Just guess, because... My guess was way off, and I'll tell and you. And you know, not not that she's attractive, but I think Lily Tomlin looks better than she's ever looked too. Now, see, I I only knew Lily Tomlin from from the show, so I don't. Oh, she's she classic. You got to see the Incredible Shrinking Woman with Lily Tomlin. It's a classic old movie. Great. You know, I know the stuff with Jane Fonda, and that's what bothers me too. Is that she was she was a traitor. Hanoi you know? Jane. I, she. I don't think, and I can't speak for her, but I don't think she knew what she was doing. She was young. But the thing is, is, and I'm, I hate to talk about politics on the show, but Hillary Clinton knows what she's doing, and she's not getting half of that riff. You know what I mean? Hillary Clinton. So, yeah, Hillary Clinton's a traitor. Oh, definitely, by all right? means. So, but yeah. she knows what she's doing. Or, and I think oh, she's one of them transgenders you spoke of earlier. <laughs> Nice. I don't think Jane Fonda knew what she was doing. I can't speak for her. That's just my opinion. No, you know what? She's gone public saying that that was her greatest regret. If she has any regrets, that's her greatest regret. Exactly. But I can't forgive her. People only see Jane Fonda as that traitor. But she's never done anything like that since. After her apology, she's never done anything that we've ever seen or know of like that. So why can't we just let that go? Back in that time frame, though, Labeling celebrities communists were the things to do. They did the same about Lucille Ball. She was labeled a communist for a short time. There was a bunch I of that. I did not know about Lucille Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a huge uh, time uh, at that time. It was the it was the thing to do that all these celebrities were uh, kind of like communists. And it's funny because now celebrities usually support Hillary Clinton, so it's still the same. You see, 
Yeah, so you can't you can't have tit for tat. You have to have tit or tat or both or none. <laughs> you can't have one or the other. It just it doesn't make sense to me. But I love Jane Fonda, and I'm a huge fan of Barefoot in the Park. And she was incredible. And then you have, oh, what is his name? I can see his face. Oh, what is his name? Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> what is his damn name? Oh, no, I have to look it up now. I didn't notice what you said because I was talking to Susie. Um, barefoot in the park. Robert oh, Redford. Oh, he is, uh, I don't like him. He is so hunky, and he's he's still very hunky. And he was amazing in that movie, and she was amazing. They had amazing chemistry. And I think that I, I love Jane Fonda for her talent. But that woman, I'm going to tell you, is 78 years old. Jane wow. Fonda is 78 years old. and she oh, so looks, She's older than mom. She's older than my mom. Hottie, total hottie. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I have the hugest crush, hugest crush, and I would date her in a heartbeat or even take a one-night stand, quite frankly, with Helen Mirren. I don't know who that is. Dame Helen Mirren. She's a British actress. She's been around for a long time. Beautiful. Still, they showed a picture of her in a bathing suit. This woman has such a tight body still. It's ridiculous. Isn't that Absolutely a Absolutely ridiculous. She just retired from doing nude scenes, to give you an idea. She just retired from doing nude scenes at her age. Wow. I can't find this chick. How do you spell Mirren? Wait, I'm looking it up for you. Uh, she was born in 45. She's 70. Helen Mirren. She's 70. Mirren. I don't know how to spell it. M-I-R-R-E-N. But, yeah, I, I have a huge crush on her. I have no problem admitting to it. I think she's beautiful. Oh, okay. I think I've seen her and stuff. She's been in a lot, a lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But Jane Fonda's just probably the most beautiful woman. And Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch looks fantastic still, too. And I admire a woman that can still do what she can to look young without going drastic. I can't say, I can honestly say this. If I was a millionaire, richest person, get all his money all the time, that I would change probably at least 10 things about myself. I would. I'm not going to lie. But the ones that have been in Hollywood who have just you know, uh, surgery after surgery after surgery, just to look young and young and young, to me, are looking worse and worse than the ones who are going natural. Jennifer Aniston that, looks incredible. Uh, Jane Fonda. That link I just dropped, that's, that's how Raquel Welch looks at 75 years old. Wow. Very nice. Those earrings, though, those earrings look like they can pull your ears out. Woo. Well, she was, she was always a... Uh, Quitsy, glamour girl. Well, she was a very sexy woman when she was young. Yeah. I'm scared of being old. She's in the same class as like Sophia Loren and them. Like she was one of them uh, ah. very prestigious actresses. Let's see, I'm Audrey Hepburn girl all the way. I love her class and her heart. But me and her are a lot are a lot alike. Like I read so much about her from her, you know, her son's point of view and our daughter's point of view, and it's. She has me in so many ways, except she was a lot more shy and a lot more classy. <laughs> but um, I, I just think she had honest, true beauty, and that's inside and out. Oh, yeah. Audrey was great. I liked um, Grace Kelly. And I would Betty say Davis. Grace Kelly's probably in the same group as, like, Audrey. 
Uh, Grace Kelly. Plus, she was a she was a, a lot spent a lot of time in my state here in New Jersey. Wow. Yeah. But see, I like those classy women like Betty Davis and you know Judy Garland. And that, my daughter's eleven. She's obsessed with Judy Garland, and she's obsessed with Julie Andrews. And my Elvis Presley. Uh, <laughs> my mom is a big uh, Judy Garland and Natalie Wood fan. Oh, I see Natalie Wood. Another Natalie thing. Wood and Rebel Without a Cause, beautiful. Oh my God, do I have a crush on her? Not. <laughs> but I'm a huge you James Dean fan. You have good taste. Huge James Dean fan. He would be a man crush. I actually find him very attractive. I I love James Dean. He uh, passed way before his time. God only knows what he could have done in his lifetime. Right. What are you going to do? It's almost time to wrap this show up there. Yeah, we have five minutes. Uh, we, we covered so much without any script in front of us, and and I think that we mesh well, and that makes it easy. But, you know, I'm always welcome to anybody that wanted to call in. If you guys, we have five minutes if you want to call in now. But if you always want to call in or come on my Facebook and say something to disagree with me, that's okay. I don't want anyone to be timid from you know, or scared to not say what they feel if they want to say it. But oh, this girl called me a ridiculous, what did she call me? Oh, a ridiculous dumbass. <laughs> because, yes, you are. You are. <laughs> I know. I actually use that as an excuse for everything that I do wrong around here. So it works out for me. You know, you could also call to disagree with me, but I have to tell you that if we're friends on Facebook, I will delete and block you. Okay, that's not going to happen because I know you won't delete and block me. Well, not you, no. Well, you're not going to call and disagree with me because we're already talking. Well, we just we agree to disagree. We usually do, but I don't think that's even happened that much. No, not not too much. I don't really remember having any like real like uh, things that separated our opinions much. <laughs> I do, never. <laughs> maybe that's maybe not- politically, I don't know because you're not you don't go public with that. I'm very. I I just don't. I put it all out there. I I just had a. I posted something about Bernie Sanders a couple months ago, and I got annihilated. It wasn't even something I wrote, but I got annihilated for it. I think it's good to educate my friends on what I hear and what I see, even if it's good or bad. I put it up there, and and people are like, "You are stupid, you liberal asshole." I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Where did this come from? I try to be classy on my page for the, you know, to keep the show looking. You know what I want? This is what I want. I want you to be you, regardless of what anyone says. You be you. Because you know what? If you have to put up a a front that says I'm this classy person, and you say something that slightly contradicts you, that that, uh, idea, you're going to lose more friends than you will by just being who you are and saying it how you see it no matter what. Well, it's hard because when you see me in person, I'm who I am, and I say things as is, and, and I piss people off all the time. But when you're online and when you're on and you're texting, it always gets translated in a different way, and that's the only thing that I try to avoid. I don't try to be anybody that I'm not, or, you know, it's just it always comes the wrong cross wrong when I put it online. I don't know how or why, but it does. Now, I'm sure Susie raised you to be who you are at all times. So don't be ashamed of no, who you No, she actually are. tried to suppress some of it. But Did she? <laughs> how dare you, Susie? <laughs> she tried to be supportive, but she's more supportive now than ever. But, you know, 
she she was just so reserved. My mom's very. I mean, she's a woman now, so I mean, there's only so much she can do or say about. <laughs> well, she's she was she, my mom's reserved and she's shy and she's she's quiet. When she's around me, she'll say she'll say naughty words and people are like, oh my god. I think, Susie, I think Susie should do a show with you or with us. I tried to get her to do a show with me, and she's actually talked in the background a little bit, but she's she gets really shy and nervous. So come on, Susie, do a show with me and 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 the lovely <laughs> please. And she's conservative with her words. And you could she choose the topic. Time. We'll let her choose the topic of what we discuss. She'll want to talk about Elvis the whole time. Then we we can talk about Elvis. I mean, what do you want to know? Like, you know, what do, what do you say about Elvis? He liked deep fried bananas and peanut butter or something like that. What was this? And and bacon. And bacon. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk about politics or religions. Me either. I just yeah, said, you I like what you like. You I'll like what you like. And I'll respect you if you like somebody I don't or you like a religion that I don't care. I, I like to hear different perspectives on those two topics especially because it helps me broaden my own horizon. I like that attitude. I, mean, I wish everybody else had. I mean, I had Jehovah's come over the other day. I said, I told him, I have no interest in joining your church, but I would love to talk to you about your beliefs. And they, they talked to me for a little bit. You no, know, you know what I don't like about corner. the Jehovah's that I've encountered in my life? I mean, I've met some really nice, don't get me wrong, but recently they brought, they walked up to my seven-year-old daughter and gave her a handful of Bibles. Nice. Told her... She takes them inside to her parents. Oh, there you go. And, and I look at her. She's like, look, Mom, I got a Bible. I'm like, what? Well, you know what? Their their Bible really isn't much different than no, the real No, but it was the fact that they went to a seven-year-old child. Oh, I know, I know. And, and, and started talking to her. And a little too eager. It was okay to talk to a stranger and then get to give these Bibles to her. Well, you have to understand, though, Jehovah Witnesses believe they're on a mission to save us. The same thing as a Scientologist who's really... Cracked out. Oh, oh, Scientology, that is one thing I cannot. I wish Scientologists would come to my door. I really do. <laughs> they would I be. really do. <laughs> they, Especially I Tom Cruise, because I'd punch him dead in the face. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, man, I can't stand that guy. I can't yeah. stand him. There's but, more um, people into Scientology than you can imagine, though. The Mormons, though, they're the ones that are bad, because they used to come to my house by day three that I let them visit me. They were ready to bring me to the church and baptize me. And I hadn't even said anything about joining the freaking church. But I they know. Were, they're oh, like that. Get baptized. Honestly, I know a lot of Mormons, and they're really good people. They're really kind. They'll be the first one to come help you with something you need. They're giving. And actually, I have uh, a nephew and a niece that are Mormon, and they're the sweetest things ever. But the ones, they are the ones that are really pushy. And you're just like, uh, no, thanks. Really, truly, just go away. But Look, look, Scotty just, just went, went uh, completely overboard and said radical Muslim. Don't oh, you know that oh. that's a bad word? See, I just can't. And people think I'm nasty for that, too, as well. So I have to say I have one friend on Facebook who is from Syria, and he's a very nice guy, and he's against so much stuff that I'm against. But it's really hard to trust Muslims. I'm sorry I had to say it. But no, it's true. It's you true. have I to understand that person. when, okay, like someone put it this way to me, you have a handful of cherries, two are poisoned, or five are poisoned, Two or not? Which ones are you going to choose? How are you going to know the difference? So you just have to kind of say, no, and not all Muslims are. I'm not against a religion or a skin color or a type. It's just that 
you know, ISIS is an issue right now, and and it's really scary for us in this country. So my 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 guard is up. A good few Muslims that I know tell me that ISIS are truly not Muslim because if you watch their videos, which is this is really interesting. It, oh yeah, there's one from they, they watch the, They watch no, but they watch the ISIS videos and they say you can tell that they're not true Muslims because they pray facing the east. A true Muslim prays towards the west. Wow. They always face the West. And they said that if you know if you know these things, you can identify who's truly Muslim and who truly isn't. And and they claim that Muslims' goal is to be kind to everybody. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I know one that is very he's a very sweet guy, so he's an exception to the rule of, of my wall being my, my neighbors are Muslim, so I hope that they're the good kinds. They're very kind to me. But they're very weird. Like I went up to the wife and I went to shake her hand, and she jerked her hand back like it was a, like an electrical fence in front of her. And, and I asked her why, and she said it has nothing to do with anything but their religion. That Sharia law thing does not allow women, their women, to touch a man, another man beside their husband, or who they're promised to. Well, I can see why she... I don't know yeah. much about their... their but she was very kind to me, but that was the only thing. And when I asked about it, she had no problem explaining it to me. So I appreciate that's it. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm just, uh, everything is crazy. You know, keep your social media, don't take it seriously. And if you do take it seriously, don't be so damn hateful about it. You can get your opinion across a different way. And uh, I'm glad the ones that kept me on the friends list did. And <laughs> I appreciate you guys hearing us out today and hearing our rants about social media. If you guys think of anything else that we may not have covered about social media, let one of us or both of us know. We're happy to discuss. If you have any questions, let us know. Mikey, yeah, I'm on, I'm off. on Facebook.com 6.17 <laughs> if you'd like to look me up. 6.17 oh, yeah. Yes, look him up. He's on my friends list. I have stuff on my Facebook actually right now with him tagged. Click on his name, hit add. He's awesome. He has his own views. Okay on stuff and he's political but he's a good 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 guy yeah i may piss you off with donald trump stuff i am a donald trump supporter and i really don't care what you think and on the topic of social media my final comment on that would be if you take social media too seriously they do sell enemas at your local drugstore oh yeah and for that we are signing out peace amen with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.